Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you, J. Webb, and greetings to all. When we consider the books of the Bible, we note the prophets of the Old Testament from Isaiah to Malachi. Beginning with Hosea and ending with Malachi, students of God's Word refer to this section as the minor or shorter prophets. This has nothing to do with the importance of the message. Isaiah is not more important than Jonah. Called minor or shorter, this deals solely with the length of the book and certainly not the quality of the content. With that said, for this broadcast, we are going to talk about the only shorter or minor prophet referred to by Jesus, and this prophet is the only Old Testament character to whom Jesus likened himself as we read in Matthew 12, verses 38 through 41, Matthew 16, verse 4, and Luke 11, 29 through 32. Also, my friend and brother Wade Webster speaks of this prophet when he says, The subjects addressed by him are grand, God, repentance, faith, grace, etc. The message that it contains is modern. It addresses problems that still plague God's people, like attitudes and priorities. Who is this prophet? Have you guessed yet? I'll tell you in a moment, but first, our J. Webb. Dear friends, the International Gospel Hour not only offers a free Bible study course by mail, but our friends at World Bible School offer an online study if you prefer. It is absolutely free. All you do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. That is a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now, back to Jeff. Have you guessed our prophet of God? Well, dear friends, if you guessed Jonah, you are exactly right. As children, many of us learned of Jonah and the great fish. When what we will see today and what we will learn about Jonah is not new, this outline, if you will. I'm sure many a preacher has discussed Jonah in the realm of which I will. But as noted, this great book and prophet of God will cause one to think of one's attitude and one's priorities. Let's consider, if you will, all four chapters very quickly. Chapter 1, we'll title that one as others have, Running from God. Jonah did the opposite of what God said. God instructed him to go to Nineveh, yet he went to Tarshish. Note two things very quickly. Verse 3 tells us that Jonah paid the fare thereof. Well, we can learn this very quickly. When we fail to do what God says, get ready to pay the fare or pay the price. Romans 6 and verse 23 tells us that the wages of sin is death. Dear friends, that should cause us all to rise up and to be concerned. My friend and brother Wade Webster, of whom I mentioned moments ago, says, In fact, in the text, he went down, 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 down. 
Consider the language of the text. Down to Joppa, Jonah 1 verse 3. Down into the ship, Jonah 1 verse 3. Down into the sides of the ship, Jonah 1 verse 5. Down to the bottoms of the mountains and the sea, Jonah 2 in verse 6. Dear friends, very quickly, when we disobey God, when we run from God, we go down, down, down. Running from God is simply this. It's not doing what God wants us to do. In Matthew 7, verses 21 through 23, we learn of doing what God commands us. And when we read a little further, we read about the rich man, or rather the wise man and the foolish man. And the reason the wise man was rich with what God had given him is that he heard and he did. The foolish man heard and did not. And dear friends, that's what will cause us to go down, not being obedient to his will. Make no mistake, dear friends, this lesson from Jonah, running from God, will lead us nowhere. Let's go to chapter 2. It's been noted, and we note here respectively, here now we find Jonah running to God. Oh, Jonah began to pray when he was in need. Now we find him running toward God. This is interesting that when the shipmaster or the captain came to him and asked Jonah to pray in Jonah 1 and verse 6, Jonah didn't. And you know, sometimes, folks, when things are going smooth, so we think, many times we slack in prayer life. When problems arise, then what does one do? One starts praying. It seems like we become prayerful people when we have a need, but we're not praying when God provides our everyday needs. There are times individuals will say to me, Jeff, I don't feel as if my prayers are going anywhere. To my reply is, maybe they're not because we are not going anywhere. You know, folks, we're not living faithful lives, and when we think God's going to hear me? Well, you know, sin separates us from God. Isaiah 59, 2 and Micah 3 and verse 4 remind us how that sin separates us from God, and God cannot see us due to the sin that's in front of us. In 1 Peter 3.12, the Bible says, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and His ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. In James 5.16, we are taught that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Dear friend, are we running to God as did Jonah? with that repentant acknowledgement that we read in Jonah 2 in verse 9? You know, dear friends, if we change our hearts in order to change our lives, and we are obedient unto God first before we begin praying, God will grant safe landing on dry ground, just like He did Jonah. You see, friends, a lot of times we start praying when we haven't become obedient unto God. And then we wonder why God does not hear our prayers when we fail to live faithful for Him. We only turn to Him in the time of need rather than turn to Him of Him when He provides our needs. Let's think on these things. Now we come to chapter 3, to where we find Jonah, if you will, running for God. You see, we've seen he has run from God. He's running to God now. He's running for God. Jonah finally decided in chapter 3 to do God's will. Here is a man with a second chance. 
Dear friends, are we not thankful for a God of second chances, or third, or fourth, or fifth? Jonah finally carried out God's commands and went to preach to the city of Nineveh. He carried out God's commands and His words. You know, if you think about it, Jonah had an eight-word sermon that an entire city repented and came unto God. I'll tell you, dear friends, I wish I had that power of preaching on radio or anywhere. But when he carried out the commands of God, we're reminded of the words of Jesus in John fourteen fifteen: If you love me, keep my commandments. And we carry out the commandments of God in order to make a difference in this world. You see, Jonah's got his life right at this point. Although he had run from God, and he's running to God, God spares him, grants him safe landing on dry ground when the great fish just spit him out, if you would. Now we find Jonah running for God. Isn't it amazing that when we do what God commands, we have blessings and strength unlike anything else. Dear friends, let's continue this study in a moment, but first, let us pause for a word from our J-Web. The International Gospel Hour has been heard over the airwaves since 1934. During all this time, we've been blessed to be on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends. That's why you will never hear us asking for money or for any type of donation from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We plead for all to carry forth the words of Jesus to search the Scriptures, John 5.39, and we do so with the aim of the words of Peter in 2 Peter 3.18 to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you so, so much for listening. Let's continue our broadcast. And now, here's Jeff. And now, let's conclude with chapter 4. Now we find Jonah, amazingly enough, folks, running against God. Oh my, Jonah became frustrated with God, but God taught him the greater lesson. He was frustrated with God in that he preached and all the city repented. There was no need for God to destroy I realize chapter 4 can have the average Bible student quite puzzled. But dear friends, have we not seen many with frustration, discouragement, and anger to the point that they will leave the Lord, leave His church, and leave the fellowship with other Christians? Folks, we can leave the Lord. Hebrews 6, 4-6, through 6, the Hebrew writer warned them not to go back into what God had delivered them from, and that is don't go back to the fundamentals You've got to grow and press onward. Don't go back unto the law. Peter warned in Second Peter 2, beginning with verse 20, that those that would go back into the world is like a dog returning to his vomit, and the sow that was washed returning to the mire. And we understand from Peter's teaching that it would have been better not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Dear friends, are we not thankful for the same God? that showed mercy to Nineveh and to Jonas, or rather to Jonah, and he shows us the same mercy and compassion today. Ephesians 2 and verse 3 reminds us, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Ephesians 2, 3. Dear friends, here's the question from this great lesson of Jonah. Are we running from God? He's everywhere. You can't escape him. Psalm 139, 7 and 8. 
Are you running to God with that repentant heart and obedience to His will? Are you running with God? Well, that's good. Or are you running against God? Well, dear friends, His mercy still is extended. He wants us to come back to Him, or He wants us to be obedient to His will through faith, repentance, confession, and baptism into Christ. Dear friends, I hope this study has been of help today. It's a great study about Jonah. Let's continue our studies together, shall we? Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,